Well, yeah, everybody, this is Kyler Bingham with Salt Lake Dirt and KPCR 92.9 FM in Los Gatos. Uh, very, very excited. This is the first film um, for Slamdance that we're covering this year. I'm very excited to t- uh, talk to some filmmakers at Slamdance. And uh, we have a couple right here. Very cool film that I just had the chance to see. Um, let's have you guys introduce yourselves and, and tell us about your project. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks for having us on, uh, Kyler. Uh, my name is Ian Verdugo, uh, and I am uh, the director and writer, co-writer and co-creator of uh, the Proof of Concept pilot episode called Restorage. Yeah, and I'm Caleb Davis, uh, producer, writer, co-creator of, yeah, Restorage. So, um, yeah, it's been cool. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, and congratulations on Slam Dance. I mean, that's uh, it's an incredible film festival, and um, it's going to be a blast up there. So I, I'm super excited for you guys. Tell us about thank you. Yeah, definitely. Tell us about. Um, I mean, this is a tough one when when especially when I uh, talk to people with a project that has a very cool twist or very interesting uh, concept. We don't want to give any spoilers. But um, tell us what you can <laughs> about the film and and, and kind of how the idea came to you. Um, I mean, I could I could talk. I mean, maybe, Caleb, you could talk about the, the maybe twist stuff, but I could talk about yeah. like how the project came about. We um, Caleb and I have been doing like a lot of uh, film <clears throat> stuff, like short films, sketch comedy stuff for since college. We met in college. Uh here in, in Texas um, doing film stuff. And we had shot a really ridiculous short film uh, and uh, a client that I worked for a handful of times, I asked them if we could use their studio just for free. Uh, and they said, yes. And we filmed the short film, had a blast and it's a comedy. So the whole crew was laughing. We're being loud and obnoxious. And the owner of the studio uh, approached me uh, while we were filming. and was like, Hey, I own a storage facility and if you ever have an idea where you can film something in a storage facility, like you can use the location for free. So maybe come with an idea. Um, So then when that happened, I reached out to Caleb and was like, Hey, this guy said we can use his like storage facility for free. Let's come up with some crazy idea. Um, And then, you know, months of chatting and coming up with ideas. We, we uh, landed on sort of this this weird uh, weird concept. Um, so yeah, it, that's sort of like the, the the origin of it. It was like we were kind of forced in a corner to come up with this idea, which is which was fun. So yeah, which is a lot of the which is a lot of the ways that we've been sort of creating just in just in general for the past like 10, 12 years. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of like somebody will somebody will come to us with oh here's this thing here's a storage unit or as this or that. And they'll be like, ah, can you come up with something? And that's been the, the beauty of sort of our creative partnership is we'll get together and immediately it'll be like, yeah, cool. We can do this or that or create. So I guess, I guess we just thrive under some boundaries and pressure maybe. Yeah. No, yeah. that's, and that's I think, so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, it reminds me of like what, like a filmmaking book that I, I read years ago that I always loved that um, Robert Rodriguez, his like his journal. Um, and you guys are Texas 
guys. So Robert Rodriguez, yeah, yeah. like he, yeah. he um, Rebel Without a Crew, I think his book was called. And, uh, yeah. he, and he was like, always talked about how, like, use what's available to you. Use yeah. that. And I think that's such a, such a cool, um, you know, it, it's a necessity. Yes. When you're, when you're doing something low budget, but like, I think something beautiful happens like creative like from the creative standpoint where something that wouldn't have ever come to you before probably based yeah. on this like physical thing that you now have access to it taps into a part of your brain that you wouldn't have just like come up with otherwise so um i think some really cool yeah. art comes out of that uh absolutely of that process so and and then that's i'm so glad you 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 talked about the storage unit because um I always say like I'm intrigued by storage units. Like when I do where I drive by on my way to work, <laughs> I always just see storage units and then like just like the, the all the little micro worlds that exist in there. And then who yeah. knows if people are even living in there and all kinds of stuff. So I just thought it was such a cool uh, a concept. And then I'd love to talk about like the visuals of it, like the this um, element of the color orange, just like really grabbed me as i was watching and i and i just thought that was so cool just the, so from the visual standpoint um when you're planning something like this uh talk to me about like how that comes into play as well just the the, the visuals of it and um you know we have some incredible actors of course so i'm kind of throwing a lot at you right here so just uh, <laughs> the, the visual element you know the, yeah. the red stuff the redhead <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. red, the red can stuff. I, Talk about yeah, it. Can I really quickly, Ian, before we get into, can I just sort of like, sort of pitch like what the story is a little bit to give some sort yeah. of like context? So, um, for for people listening, so yeah, so Restorage basically is uh, a, a dramedy sci-fi about a broken family. Um, it's it's about a character named Chase who um, his father has just passed away and he at the will reading is about to inherit potentially some money, potentially something. He's kind of a deadbeat. He needs, he needs some money. Um, and he's got his siblings there. His siblings get family estate, they get money, they get all of this sort of wealth and he gets a storage unit and, and whatever is contained within the storage unit. And Chase is, you know, a deadbeat so he's he's not really uh he, he just wants to make ends meet he thinks he's going to get everything and uh, we come to find out that the unit has the potential to fix anything that you place inside of it that's broken so that's i think i think that's kind of the kind of kind of the gist i just wanted to give that for context no that's yeah. helpful i don't want to spoil it so like i'm glad that you you said it so yeah <laughs> that is like for people listening this is what this is and uh i haven't seen anything like it before so i thought that that was so cool um that's cool. yeah what an interesting concept and um well i'm hopping around here so let's <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I didn't. I'm. I. I. I didn't want to derail it, but I was like, no, oh, that's no, no. It's super about, helpful. Like, it's important. The, it's, the magic. It's important information that now. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I do want to talk about the 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 visuals, uh, coming up with that, and then the actors. Uh, yeah. Let's let's chat about those folks, especially the guy who played Chase. I mean, he's our he's our main <laughs> guy there, and oh my god, that guy is hysterical. And yeah. just did, did an incredible job. So, um, I guess we get. Let's just start with with them. Let's start with Chase, the the guy who plays Chase. 
Um, talk to me yeah. about how you got these actors because I just thought they did an incredible job. It was great. Dude, uh, so I think, you know, <laughs> Kyler, to go back to like the Robert Rodriguez <laughs> thing, like use what yeah. you have. I think that that was kind of our mentality with the entire thing. And so for the, <laughs> for this, we, uh, I was like, let's hire a casting director because that would be amazing. We really want to like up the ante with like who we hire as actors. And then we realized how much uh, casting directors <laughs> cost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think this is a lot. This is sort of, and this is the funny thing about sort of director producer relationships is director is like, Hey, let's get like, let's get the biggest and the best and let's see. And then all the time it was me myself and another producer. We were like, so we've got $500. <laughs> so if you know somebody who could take 500 bucks, then great, do it. Yeah. So there's a lot of those conversations, a lot of those conversations sort of go that way. But, but like that, that kept, <laughs> that like kept happening and we realized how much it costs. And then, I pitched to the producers, Caleb and the other producer, Elena. I said, Hey, I just, <laughs> I just recently got on TikTok and there's a lot of funny people on TikTok. What if we just reached out to TikTok? Yeah. Um, and, and both Caleb and Elena were like, okay, that's kind of ridiculous. And then I think, I think you guys did. I think you guys reached out to a handful yeah. and we got responses from a few, but Connor, who is uh, the actor chase Connor Boyd, he has a pretty big following on TikTok, but he responded and he sent in an audition and it became very clear, you know, that he was like yeah. the, the person like a lot of the TikTokers. Th this is not a this is not shade on TikTokers like they're oh, doing their OK. Thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but like the reality is, is like they're, you know, they're on camera themselves and like they're filming themselves. Um Connor is different because he really is like an actor. Like he is a personality mm -hmm. uh, outside of just his, like his content online. So I don't know if you want to speak into any of that, Caleb, just sort of that process. It was, it, I had no, I had never seen, you know, we, we reached out to him based on, and Ian had this list of people that he thought would be perfect based on their TikToks. And it was very much a, a shot in the dark. And, you know, I think thankfully for this project, we did have, we, we had backing from um, the, the, really the person who, who started all this is the person who owned the storage unit. And when we pitched the idea, he's the one, um, his name is Masoom, who was like, okay, how much is this going to cost? We came up with a budget. So we did have money to pay people, which was cool. So we knew that we would be able to potentially afford um some 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 form of actor or whatever that would look like tiktok is just a crazy sort of way to get the person and we reach out and we got some people but connor's i've never seen an audition like this he <laughs> he took he took our sides and then he he edited his performance and he <laughs> he basically acted out the entire thing and he would he would do different characters he would edit himself together talking to himself it was just it was it was it was wonderful it was so he put, and it he was put, perfect he put the wee tennis music in his audition oh, yeah, as well like it was so underneath it was, so it was random <laughs> it was perfect it was just it was i want to see it, that that's so cool <laughs> we should release it at some point yeah, on, we on, really should. on social it's... media um or he should and i think at that time he had just gone 
he had just gone viral for a video that he did. Um, and then uh, with, I think, Doctor Strange, the second Doctor Strange movie yes, was coming that's right. out. Yeah. <clears throat> and he had just gone viral for it. He did like this sort of like portal opening thing. And then they had invited him to the premiere. And so it was just coming off of that. And we had seen that and everything like that. And yeah, and then very much we got him on a phone immediately after seeing his audition. Yeah. And just said, hey, dude, well, whatever it takes, we're going to bring you. He's in New York. We'll bring you to Texas. Uh, there's a whole story with that, too, because we didn't have enough money to put him up. So he lived with me and my wife for a month. He got COVID. Now we're just derailing. I'm so sorry. No, guys. this yeah, is no, fascinating. No, I love this. So this much. is great. We're, no, keep we're, it going. Now, we're, now, we're, now we're just derailed. But so um, I'll talk about this and we can get back into the visuals. Back no, this is fascinating. Yeah. I love this. Um the what was great about it is so he he shows up we we bring him to texas we're about to start shooting i think we did like four or five months of pre-production so we're we're like the week of uh we're about to shoot and it's friday night we do this big we get all the actors together we're doing rehearsals we're doing um wardrobe fittings we're doing all of this sort of stuff and connor has never had covid and he shows up in Texas and he's joking. He's like, I'm, uh, well, I'm in Texas. I'm going to get COVID. Well, and dude, so I like... was like, I, I was like stressed out of my mind because I'm like, this is the bi biggest project that we've been able to do. And Connor's coming and I'm like, I really hope he doesn't get sick. And just before we started rehearsals, he wakes up from a nap and he walks into your living room and he's like, like man, does anyone else have like a really bad headache? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. like I was like dude, he probably has covid. Good freaking yeah. And the entire time <laughs> you can see it. I, so this is um so basically we end up doing rehearsals. We 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 um do these photos. We do all of our so any any photo that you see in the short including um on our intro, there's all the photos. There's that one photo of the family and it yeah. sort of tracks, you know, the different. Um that photo was taken that night. And what's so great about it is if you look at Connor um, and you look at him in the photo, he looks so dead, like his face looks dead, his eyes look dead, look dead, and he just looks horrible. And you're like, man, that's such great acting or great makeup. It's like, no, he's got COVID. He just looks like <laughs> bad oh, in the man. photo. But yeah, so the next morning, um, he, we, he, we, we, it's, I think we had to be up at, I think our call time was like at six or whatnot. So I'm up at yeah, 4 30. So early. You know, I go to I go to his his the, his bedroom and I knock on the door and I open it up and he's pacing. He's just walking. He's fully dressed, walking back and forth, pacing. And I'm like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "I I think I have a, I've got a fever. I'm sick. I'm uh, sick." And then we and then it just it was after that. It's like we had to wait. It was horrible. But you know, indie filmmaking, I guess, or filmmaking, yeah, I yeah. Guess, in general. Well, Kayla. Caleb and Elena, the producers, like honestly saved the whole project. I think Caleb bringing that up is 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 another testament to to like independent filmmaking. Um, and like the, what makes someone getting COVID with independent film so terrifying, especially your lead actor, is like mm -hmm. if that happens, this these might be the only dates that you have at all. Like this might be the only time you have all these people together, and it's been scheduled. And so if it goes sideways, like it's over. Um, but like for the next like two days after he got COVID, after Connor got COVID, Caleb and Elena, like they pulled miracles out of their butts, uh, and was able to keep the same crew somehow. And we got better locations. 
as a result of him getting COVID. Oh, wow. And like, I mean, yeah. they, they, they like saved, they saved the project and made it even better um, because of like the, the amount of pressure that fell on them uh, as producers uh, because he got COVID. So it, I mean, huge testament to them, but it was like my nightmare coming true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's saving, I don't know if it's saving so much as giving us more time, which is maybe more a testament to we should have just given ourselves more time from the very (laughs) beginning. So, so honestly, it's probably a a, more a knock on us for planning poorly. No, no, but but what was cool is we were able to yeah reschedule everything and get it done. And so, I mean, I know it's it is crazy to to think back and see some of these. You you hear the stories about like Tom Cruise on the on Mission Impossible just (laughs) yelling at his whole crew for COVID. But and you hear that and you're like, oh, that's crazy. But the reality is that's so that is so Bro, true. Somebody seriously. gets COVID, your entire thing shut down. And for independent filmmaking, that I mean, it's there was that the shuts, potential. It's not that, that it we shuts were, down for a time period. It's like it would be done. It could it be would over. Be completely yeah. over. It could be yeah. done. Absolutely. Um, when when did you shoot this? When was it? When was it shot? Oh, <laughs> right in the middle of summer <laughs> in Texas, baby. Yeah, Texas. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was August. August twenty twenty. Um, 2022 2022 right yeah. yeah so so last year last or two two august ago mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, yeah texas summer i mean what a what a great idea yeah what we had a, some outdoor yeah. locations and uh yeah it was uh it was brutal but it was it was fun i bet sure. his yeah. i bet his performance was like even stronger than what it would have been like he was like amped up and like ready to go he's like i'm gonna nail this after after he started like feeling better and was able to shoot i mean that seems like that adds a whole other element of tension and um... oh man <laughs> there was so yeah there was so much and him being you know stuck in texas he was only supposed to be in texas for like a, a week uh but because he was yeah. sick he was he was in texas for a month so he was done man he was like i'm, I'm over this i'm ready to get out of here <laughs> yeah so yes. uh it definitely influenced everything about his performance um oh that's incredible yeah. no i think like <laughs> just like the des- the desperation that the character feels i mean like this mm-hmm. was in a way great horrible but great i think it like it, it elevated <laughs> yeah. him, i'm sure the desperation uh, we all feel i think that's indie <laughs> filmmaking too yeah. you're just like at any point something could happen and it shuts everything down and so you wake up yeah. every day just like i don't know if we're gonna make today happen so <laughs> We're just, but I think that's fun too because then you can have fun with it. It's sort of, yeah. it's, I mean, all of the, all of that pressure and all of that anxiety. It just you, then you get around your people and you get around like I think that's what's great about working with with Ian is well, it'll there's so much pressure and so much tension sometimes when you're trying to make your you're trying to make your days and make your hours. You're shooting potentially six, seven, eight pages a day, you know, to try to speed everything up. And then you get around your people that that you love, and it it's just it, you start having fun, and it just becomes so worth it. At yeah. least it's been our experience in making silly little things. So. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, I, I do want to ask since we have like talked about what what the um uh, like a, a lot of elements of how the story unfolds, like just this idea of the 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 storage unit fixing broken things. Um, and then yeah talk to me about that so you wrote it uh where where did this idea come from how did this so you have like you have access to the storage unit so you knew you had to use that uh the idea of 
it fixing things was so intriguing to me. And I'm super excited to see more from this, whether yeah. it becomes a series or, 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 or a feature. I mean, I think, I think it could just go in so many fascinating directions, but the idea itself of the storage unit, fixing things, where did that come from or how did that come to you? Yeah, I, uh, I, I love saying this <laughs> or telling people this because, uh, when we, when we were approached by, um, the executive producer Masoom. He was like, "Come up with some idea." I uh, I told Caleb. I, I brought Caleb in. I was like, "Hey, man, I I my sentiment is like dramedy. I love dramedy stuff. That's like it's grounded, but can be really silly. Um, and, and typically not like otherworldly sci-fi stuff." So I came to Caleb and was like, "Hey, like, what if we did something that's sort of like Kim's Convenience, but it's around a storage facility or something?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool, Ian. What if the storage unit?" was a portal <laughs> like that's all he said to me and i was like okay yeah let's sure let's explore that i guess and then it became this whole thing like we we were tamper i mean caleb you know he comes up with so many great wonderful ideas like uh there was like dead bodies involved and like a <laughs> this all sorts yeah. of crazy stuff that was like yeah, the way out there but of the idea went into it yeah it very much Ian was like hey let's make a comedy like like a 20 minute comedy and i'm like okay let's do like an interdimensional sci-fi like <laughs> like dead people and animals at one point i wrote a version of the script where it's like we follow around a mouse through the storage unit for <laughs> And Ian's like, well, how much money do you think we have? Like, this is this is crazy. You're crazy. Cool idea. But that's that's a lot of yeah. It's a lot. That's it's a lot of that. A lot of like us pitching things back and forth, and yeah. and and in in terms of that sort of the the brokenness, and this is a lot of sort of the dramedy that Ian wanted to to bring into this, um, which I think is so beautiful, and then such a sort of a beautiful metaphor that comes through with the broken pieces, being able to fix things. Is we knew that we wanted to um, have this family dynamic. So at the heart of this, the sci-fi is really cool. Like, and it's sort of when it ends, it ends on kind of a, a little bit of a cliffhanger. And you're like, oh, that's that thing is propelling you to want to see the next episode. And we knew that we were kind of, okay, how can we, like a pilot, get you to want to either hit the Netflix, you know, go to next episode, <laughs> next episode yeah. or next episode or what, whatever it is. Right. But at the heart of it, at the end of any show, you need to have this underlying um, important theme that ties everything together. And so we knew that we wanted to tell the story about this family and their dad has passed away, but there's all this drama and baggage mm -hmm. and brokenness. And so the way to connect the sort of sci-fi with this brokenness was uh, us playing off of the idea, you know, our main character is such a flawed, broken, kind of a jerk at times. He's just, he's so, he's so unbelievably flawed and broken. And then what happens if we give him the power to be able to fix everything? So it's just this fun. And then, uh, and then given by giving him the power, he screws it up more. It becomes <laughs> yeah. worse. And it was like that. I think that was, that was such a fun thing is in the, um, kind of to to go to the term where it's like the all is lost. It's almost like we start the show with all is lost. Mm -hmm. Like he, this, yeah. he he is at maybe the worst place he is going to be, and then from there 
in terms of creating a show around it or even a, even a film, it's very much becomes the idea of, okay, how can then we show him try to not just learn how to fix the things physically like he can in the storage unit, but work on himself so that he can then try to not, fi- not so much fix his surroundings, but understand his surroundings enough that he can work forward, him and his family, and and grow. Yeah. And so I think just that's kind of what we tried to do, and, and we thought it was such a – and again, Ian can talk more into this because he – brought a lot of that sort of dramedy sort of side to it, the, the the familial drama, but very much we thought was interesting to give this character who is just so utterly flawed and broken the power to literally fix everything. And then he just screws that up. <laughs> yeah. I, we, it was just this really fun thing to sort of play with. Yeah. And I, I think, I think our, our, our big thing, you know, for Caleb and I was like, it was just a lot of fun to like, you know, speaking of the origin of the project, right? Like there's so many layers of origin, it feels like for this whole thing. But I feel like Caleb and I having our two sentiments, like comedy feels like the main sentiment that we are drawn to most uh, obviously. And then like our sentiments are very different when it comes to like other things like dramedies versus like, you know, uh, thrillers or uh, high concept films, but being able to put these two things together. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it, it just like, it was like a perfect little mixing pot for Caleb and I to like flex our muscles in a way that was, wasn't just like, you know, stupid poop and fart jokes on a, a, a sketch <laughs> comedy video, which we love. Uh, but it, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's definitely been like a cool thing to see like how um, when we're, back again back to that robert rodriguez thing of like when you're put into a corner and you don't have much and you sort of it sparks all sorts of crazy ideas and why not explore whatever you can uh and see what you can make of it you know and i feel like this is a really good testament to we we made something that we're really proud of that uh, is is very it feels bigger than it really is you know mm-hmm. what i mean like the whole world can be huge but we still kept it very grounded. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that. So let's talk about, let's talk about slam dance. I mean, super exciting. One of my favorite festivals, like hands down. Uh, talk to me about your, when you first found out that you guys got into it. And then also let's talk about, um, you know, what are you looking forward to most? Have you been out here before for uh, a festival up in park city? um very exciting so yeah tell me about your initial uh reaction and then just kind of what you're looking forward to uh coming up here and pretty soon now yeah um i was driving uh my son i think we were like on our way to like get lunch somewhere uh and i saw an email and i I apologize that i looked down at my phone while i was like (laughs) at a stop sign uh and i saw an email and it said slam dance uh uh gosh what's his name craig craig and it was like can you give me a call and i was like i'm just gonna call this guy right now i don't he might be asking like what's our premiere status or he might just i don't know what this is so i just called him and i was like hey this is ian uh director of restorage uh he's like oh yeah hey man we'd love for restorage to be in slam dance and i was like 
And he's like, do you accept our offer? I'm like, <laughs> hey, what, uh, uh, I'm sorry. So like, we're in? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, then yes, I accept. I'll see you in January. <laughs> uh, and then immediately I, I called Caleb. Uh, and my son's in the back, like having no idea what's going on. I'm just kind of freaking out in the, the front seat. Uh, but I called Caleb and Caleb, what was <laughs> your initial response? I, I was, I think I was a bit confused. Um, cause it, the phone sort of broke up a little bit. So he's like, Hey, we got to man. And I was like, what? And he was like, slam Dan. And I was like, Oh, 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 slam. It was the very, and it's around the same time. It's sort of like, uh, as, uh, it was, I did not personally know a lot about slam dance. I think beforehand, um, I knew that we had submitted, um, with these festivals and, and this is, you know, one of the biggest things, one of the biggest festival circuits that we've done. And we had just, um, come back from Austin film festival, um, from, I think that was like the world premiere at, of Restorage. Yeah. And so, you know, there's so much hype around the different types of festivals. And of course you submit to everything. Slam dance. We started, we, we got in, we started looking into slam dance. We started talking to other filmmakers who had been to slam dance before, some friends who had had some things in slam dance. The one thing that we heard immediately was a- absolutely how, like how much fun and how important yeah. this film festival was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And of course, never having, I, neither one of us have been to um, a festival at Park Cities. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, I, I, people immediately were saying, not this is, to, to get this type of project into that festival, this is not only such a great yeah. opportunity, but you're going to have so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and literally, I think ever since then, the more that we've talked to people, uh, it very much has become, oh, wow. This is not only is this an incredible opportunity, we're so lucky, so fortunate to have our project at Slam Dance, but I'm I'm so thrilled and excited. Um, and the community, like we we went on and um, we're in part of an episodes block. Um, so we will screen uh, with five other, I think it's five other um, or maybe four other. Four other. So there's uh, only five episodes. Total. Yeah. Um, we got to meet all of them. They are just as thrilled and excited and amazing. Um, and and so that's been so much fun. Already the community of filmmakers that we've started talking to with things at Glam Dance is, yeah. is so cool. And, and they've all been so kind and welcoming. So it's been, it's been great. And we're, we're so ecstatic and excited oh, to so, be there in so, January. Dude, Ky- Kyler, here's the thing. Caleb and I, we, we, we made this project so pumped. And then we were like, let's just submit to some festivals. Yeah. And our expectation has been, we're not getting into anything. So we're just submitting and we're going to have fun if something happens. And so Austin film festival happened and we were like, Whoa, this is super cool. Went and experienced that, had a blast. And honestly, we were like, okay, that's the end. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) So then now we're doing this. It's it's almost like uh, we're like okay we get a second chance now like it's now yeah. like we get to like like we got to experience the film festival in Austin for the first time but now it's like it feels like this is like it feels a lot bigger than I think we still even realize yeah and so we're like what do we got to do to like really make like the most of this 
Uh, and so we're on, I mean, we're probably naive and ignorant. And I think that that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. No, I mean, yeah. and it's like everyone coming into it. Most people have never had projects there. Um, or, you know, and so it is like, I go every year and I, it's really cool to see all the people coming in. Um, and just like, especially last year after having, you know, a couple years off because of, um, COVID. So we're back in yeah. person last year. The, the, uh, like the energy was like so much more palpable than I'd seen yeah. it in, in years. And yeah, it was so just cool. such a, such a cool thing. So I, I, I know it's going to awesome. bleed, bleed over to this one coming up. Um, so real quick, let's tell people when they can see it. Uh, the, the first screening is Monday, the 22nd, January 22nd at 5 15 PM. And then, Correct. Um, and then also the next day, Tuesday, the 23rd at 7 15 PM. Yep. Yep. Um, and that will be I. So we I think it's at the Yarrow now. They've it's changed, at the Yarrow. They've changed yeah. the location, uh, which is going to be interesting. I'm excited for that. It's going to be in a, it's a really cool area. So I, I I'm excited uh, to see what they have in store with this new venue yeah. that, they, that they haven't done before. Um, yeah, we've great. we've heard it's a we've heard it's a good change. Uh, at least that's what somebody someone said is that yeah. this, this the venue this year is a little bit bigger. And, yeah. Um, so, so that's not, that we're, yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Someone said that this is where they originally started Slam Dance, was at the Yarrow. Oh, wow. Uh, and then kind of moved over, and then now they're going back to this, which, you know, so very cool. Be interesting. But oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. So that's, that's exciting. Uh, well, great, guys. Anything else you want to add before we finish up here today? Uh, check out, check out the dirt. Check out, check, check out, out the dirt. Check out Kyler in the dirt. Check out Kyler. Bing, is it Bingham? Bingham, you got it. it correctly. You got it. Kyler Bingham. Bingo. Kyler, you're a, bingo for Bingham. <laughs> Kyler, you're a. Are you? You're a high school teacher. I'm a high school teacher. Mm -hmm. I am. Okay, yeah. no cool. Way. Yeah. That's, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, here That's in Salt awesome. Lake, and then so I take time off every year to go up to um, Sundance and Slam Dance. So awesome. um, I'll be up cool. there, guys. It'll be cool to meet you in person. Yes, Dude, we let's, would love let's to do meet it. you in person. Let's, yeah. let's make that happen. So we're gonna we're gonna start we're gonna start a podcast or for called the Mud. And we're gonna have you on. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen and, and live. We, we, inter we interview. We interview high school teachers that take time off to go and uh, to go to slam. Dance. It's very niche. It's very niche. Very it's specific. So niche. Yeah, I love uh, it. Yeah, that's oh. cool, man. Yes, let's 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 make that happen. Let's let's yeah. meet up and um, get a drink. Yeah. or something. Sounds yeah. great, guys. Seriously, well, Kyler, thank you so much for having us and 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 chatting and, yeah. and enjoying the project. And we yeah, really do it. look forward to to seeing you uh, in Utah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, super excited for you. I love the project. Um, I'm I'm excited for you, and I know you're gonna have a blast up there. And um, I think sometimes walking into a situation where you you don't know it's gonna, you know, that's like the best because you're just gonna yeah. be like pleasantly surprised. And I think uh, I know you're gonna love it. I've everyone loves slam dance, and this is like this is very very cool. So, um, is, is there anything? Is there anything that we should? expect is there is there any any advice that you have for us as i think we're prepping for this i think the biggest thing is um everything takes longer getting around up in that area takes okay. longer um make sure you're hydrated don't drink too much 
or at least know it's coming because of the high elevation. Uh, yeah. it, it can knock you, knock you down. So that's, I think I've people who haven't been there before, I think that's the biggest adjustment. So you, you're probably going to feel really tired, but then you have the adrenaline going. So yeah, um, it's going to be a cool thing. So yeah, I guess kind of, I feel like a, like a grandmother just saying, drink, <laughs> drink water, no, that's <laughs> hydrate. Great. That's, that's great. I love have some it. good gloves, have some good gloves and some good Dude. Um, warm boots or shoes. Yeah. And um, you, you'll, you'll be golden. <laughs> awesome well we've got plenty of that down here in texas so we'll yeah. be you'll be on we'll the gloves and the worn <laughs> shoes yeah absolutely cool this um is, this has been great thank you so much kyler yeah, man thanks guys um so um restorage is the film everybody one more time uh ian caleb thank you so much and i look forward to meeting you in person up in park city oh, bye, sounds man. great okay take care thanks guys mm-hmm.